We're going to talk about athletic greens. Oh, yum. Mm. So usually Joe and Oliver do these ad reads, but I make I have a huge fan and a reluctant fan of a, athletic greens because that sounds bad, but I will say that like um, dad, you know, said to me for so long, like, well, I'm sure he said it to you too. Oh, well, it's ridiculous to get your your nutrition and your vitamins and whatever from like a drink. You should just get it from the food you eat. Better than nothing, though, if you don't exactly. eat full, well-rounded foods. Exactly. And I think that I don't disagree with that, but I think that it can be difficult to get all of the nutrition you need on a daily basis. Some days I eat better than others. Some days I eat crap. And so I'm not getting all the nutrition I need. But if I'm taking athletic greens every morning, I know that in addition to the healthy food or not healthy food that I'm eating, I'm getting the nutrition that I need, all the minerals, the vitamins, everything. And I was kind of skeptical about it. But once I started taking it every morning, like I feel I feel a jolt of energy right after I take it. I feel my digestion goes well. I'm not going to get into it like Joe and Oliver do, but my digestion. It moves things. It moves things. It's a very nice way of saying it. It does move things. And I just feel overall like healthier in general. And so I started taking it because of the show. And then I turned Jenna onto it. And what do you think? I love it. Love it. I put it in maybe six, seven, eight ounces of water. And I drink it over five, seven minutes, mm-hmm. and it feels good. So for anybody else who wants to experience all these amazing benefits of Athletic Greens, uh, please go to athleticgreens.com slash daddy issues for a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. That's athleticgreens.com slash daddy issues. And you will get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs in addition to your regulation everyday athletic greens, which will make you feel amazing. Cavalry Audio. Okay, hi, Daddy Issues listeners. Uh, this is Margo, the producer. And Josh is feeling a little bit under the weather this week. So we were going to do a rewatch, but we want him to rest up and get better. So instead of just putting out an old episode, we're going to do a rewatch with my sister, Jenna. Um, Jenna, say hi. Hi. <laughs> Have you ever done a podcast before? Not once. Okay. Well, you're doing good. You're talking into the microphone. It's a good start. I'm just following you. <laughs> okay. Um, and just a note to you, like, this this video won't all be online. You know, we'll just put social clips, so. A note to me. A note to you, yeah. So I can feel free to say whatever. Well, you can feel free to look however, oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is all the I guess we can cut things, too, so you can feel free to say whatever as well. Cool. Um, so... Do you want to say anything about yourself? Tell them anything about yourself? Um, you don't have to. My name's Jenna, and i from the Southwest, or live in the Southwest, mm-hmm. and um, I'm a therapist, mental health therapist. 
<clears throat> which I thought would be a very pertinent person to have on a show called Daddy Issues. And um, and Jenna's, you've met Joe. I have. Mm-hmm. She met Joe. She came with me to LA. I think for our longtime listeners, you've heard Joe talk about he came and met me and Josh and my sister at um, a bar. And <laughs> on the episode, if you've heard it, he said, when I walked in and, and you guys all went in for a hug, I held my breath when you went in for a hug because it was like heightened COVID times then. Mm-hmm. Um, did he get COVID? He did not. Not from that trip, at least. Mm-hmm. Not from us. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. I feel terrible to give Joe Buck COVID. Um, okay. So Jenna's heard, you've heard the show before. I have. Yeah. You've probably never heard this one. This is this episode is called Blue Jeans and a Trip to Disneyland, hmm. but not Disneyland, Disneyland with like an L-Y. And I haven't listened to this one in a long time, so I think I remember how we got to this name, but I'm not sure. So we're going to find out while we rewatch and listen. Cool. Um, okay, so let's just start the episode. And Josh... This, here's another note for our listeners real quick. Um, Josh already has told me that this is not ideal recording, audio recording situation because we're playing a video on YouTube and we're in the same room and we each have a recorder. Let's just jump right in. Play the episode. Oh, wait. Hold on. Wow, you just popped up. Well, hey, what's up, Joe? Look at you. What are you, like Lance Armstrong? What's going on? (laughs) I got home. I get home from trips, and I've been gone for so long that all this stuff piles up in my office. And somebody sent me these glasses like I'm playing the outfield for the Diamondbacks. I... I, I don't know. I don't know why somebody sent me these. They actually have different lenses. So I thought I would just, this will be the only time I wear them. So I I can send them to you. I'd be happy to send them. I'll take you. those, you know, because I, I mountain bike and I could use them. Are those Oakleys? No, they're, they're like a, hold on. Looks like he's getting Might ready well to go to space. <laughs> Say that again. It looks like it looks what? like he's getting ready to go to space. <laughs> space goggles. Yeah, that's kind of true. Jenna's very um, spacey. Spacey. She's very mm. enamored with space. <laughs> uh, I think it looks like he's ready to go snowboarding, which mm. I'm pretty sure Joe doesn't do. But if you put those glasses on him, that'd be the perfect snowboarder. Absolutely. Well, yeah, he <laughs> Oliver snowboards all the time, well, and so go. that's I'm sure he probably has worn those. Joe probably sent them to him, and he was worn them snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what is so interesting about this, though? I think we've talked about this that like Joe could buy a thousand pairs of these sunglasses, like no problem, but he gets them for free, right? Like it's so much free stuff sent to him, and I can't afford one pair. And no one <laughs> sends them to me I, free. I couldn't even afford one lens. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I mean, you look because your hair is coming really nice. It looks like you have like a flat top, and these I just got my hair cut. Yeah, and these crazy they're called, they're called 100. percent Oh yeah. Oh, those are those are. Oh my god, those hundreds. Yeah, those are. Um, I have a lot of their stuff. That's a mountain biking, uh, motocross company. 
Actually, why? Why would it? Well, okay. Well, why am I on there? Although it's it's, it, uh, it's got like an outfielder's uh, somebody. Well, I bet you maybe they're trying to break into you know team sports. I don't know. But well, I'm your guy. I'm your guy for that. I think you need to think about a style change because this just brings on an entirely different personality here. If not, play a character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what happened there is that Oliver, you see how Joe has like a nice widescreen, um, yep, like thing, and like Oliver, a whole setup. like a whole setup. And yeah, Oliver, I'm looking at his fan above his head, not even <laughs> got on. I think they talk about this in this episode. He's like, like, what are these things? I don't know. I think it's, I think like he's a chair, his phone in a chair, literally. Yeah. And he's on his phone. That's why he's like uh, this, which is so annoying for these yeah. videos. But it's just, it's enough to get Could them. he switch his phone this? I know it's probably, too late. But he never does. Right. And honestly, it's enough to get them on to find a time they can both get on. Let them do it however they're going to. Let them do it however they're going to. Like, I, I almost even don't try to hassle them about headphones. That's a real thing. Like, when you're not together like we are, to not have headphones, it, like, makes it hard for Josh to edit, I think. Um but I half the time I let Josh give them hassle them about headphones. But mm. I mean, like Joe's got like the, the whole thing, and Oliver's just I don't even know where he winging is. it, winging it, always winging it. Um, yeah, it's too good. You should be a coach. You look like hey, come on like now, yeah. come on now, let's go. You're like Kyle Chandler in uh, Friday Night Lights. You know who that is? He's in the show you were watching the other day, the Bloodline. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that show. And I really like him. Have you watched Friday Night Lights? No, but I think my old, old camp counselor is in it. Oh, yeah. Isn't he? Guilford? Yes, Zach yep. Guilford. And he was also in that sh- weird, scary show on Hulu. What yep. was that called? I'm so far away from you. He, I don't mass, know. Black Mass, Mass. It was something scary. Zach Guilford, if you're listening. Yeah. Look him up. Jenna was your student in camp. What do you call that? Camper. <laughs> I was the campy. You were the you were the he was camper. The counselor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> I'm like a a de facto Ted Lasso. Uh, you are. <laughs> Wait, instead of Coach Beard, I'm going to go as Coach Hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which looks fucking good, by the way, dude. I'm feeling the hair. I just got it. Uh, I just got it freshly shorn and uh, and colored up after these little series ended colors. last night. I've got a football game tomorrow, which is the day this airs uh, or comes out. In Indianapolis, the Jets yeah. and the Colts. Where is this from? Loser. Like, what is the date or year of this? Mm. Episode 74, that seems kind of early. Well, we're at, like, episode, we don't keep track of the numbers anymore. We used to number them, now we don't. We're probably at, like, 120, so. Oh, so this isn't maybe even this a year is, old? Well, you figure four a month. That's 25, 35. Yeah, so this is probably a year old. Okay. Yeah. Probably a year old, I would say, because we've skipped a few weeks and, you know, things like that. So probably this is like a year ago, episode 74. Yeah. 
Actually, Actually no, I don't think so. I because all of a sudden Jets new quarterback. Yeah, everybody's excited. I see like this type of conversation. Yeah, is fully lost on me, and I believe it will be on you as well. Sports, sports. <laughs> That's all sports. I got. Yeah, sports. But the the Jets football. But like when they get into conversations about sports, if it was about basketball, maybe I would know what's going on. Most of the time. Like the the conversation they're about to have, like you may as sports. Yeah, sports. <laughs> Place, see if he can yeah, back up what he did. So that's true. Why not? Actually, it couldn't have that that you know Sunday couldn't have come at a better or the Jets game couldn't have come at a better time after his last week's performance. Yeah. So you're sort of like, oh, okay, there's interest there, I guess. Right. So there'll be interest there. Um, <clears throat> well, my whole fucking fantasy season just went up in flames because Derrick Henry got hurt. So I got a figure this shit out joe this is big time stuff going on well i can't help you my you would think somebody like me that does the nfl for a living would be good at fantasy football Mm -hmm. yeah it's i'm horrible my team has won one game (laughs) i would love to hear this i have a question for you can you explain fantasy football to me like what is it what is the point what do you do if you were about to get into a fantasy football team, what would that look like for you? You make a bracket. I don't really know what that is, but a bracket of the teams that are playing and who you think is, and you get your friends or family in and people bet or vote on who's going to win what. And so people get eliminated. No, is that right? <laughs> is that totally wrong? I don't know, actually. I want to say that you're talking about March Madness with Ooh. basketball. Okay, it might be like okay. So, which what's is question? a type of fantasy, fantasy football? I think that is. I think, but I think fantasy football. <laughs> I only know fantasy football from the Set Hero app, and no, you're right. You do. You pick I don't like know. a lineup. You pick people from different teams. To me, it looks like a small family tree. Yes, that I believe is basketball, but maybe <laughs> it's also football. I asked you a question that I don't actually know the answer to. I think. Put it on the lookup list. Put it on the ooh, hmm. share your share the lookup list. What is the lookup list? I feel like people will like this. Oh God! Like what? Like what is the point of it though? Things I want to remember to look up. It's that simple. But why? <laughs> Liter- literally that simple. But why don't you look them up right then? Well, you know, maybe I'm with friends or hmm. You're so polite with your cell phone use. Um. Yeah, give us examples. Basil seeds in water, which I've done, is really cool. What's 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 there to look up though? How to do basil seeds in water? Just look it up, and it's cool. It okay. looks really cool. Okay. Uh, someone named Isaac Asimov, who I believe was a, I don't really know. Um, people who collect stamps and coins. Hey, that's me. I have stamps and coins. NFTs. Oh my god. Halloween costume of grapes, and then I put purple <laughs> balloons. <laughs> um, the Orion experience, I, I guess that's something to do with space. Mm-hmm. The speed of light, oh, you know about that. The speed of light is actually the location of where the Giza pyramids are. Like the what? speed of light qu- translates to the coordinate. Yep. That's a weird thing. Okay. Um 1981 Columbia spaceship. I have no idea. <laughs> the Paris Agreement. <laughs> How 
High Fructose. Oh, that's a magazine I like. And Alan Watts, a cool individual who's now dead. A pool? Cool. Cool. Cool individual. And then the last one says, break your dick. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Look. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I had to be honest. Oh, well, like, oh, you want to look up, like, is it possible? What does it feel like? What happens when you break your dick? Oh, I know where that comes from. And I almost don't want to say it because it was funnier without it. But I sometimes listen to the Dak Shepard podcast. and. Uh Yeah, he said something about he actually broke his D, and I thought, can you do that? I never looked it up, but I I think you can. All right. Well, when you look those things up, we'll be interested to hear about them. (laughs) Let's do a (laughs) follow-up. (laughs) Follow-up. All right, more back to sports. And and every year, it's so frustrating. Sometimes I think I know too much because I'm like, oh, I saw this guy practice. You know, there's a guy that could, you know. He's yeah. a sleeper. Nobody's going to yeah. think about having Alan Lazard as their, you know, main receiver. Yeah. And then it just doesn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's overthinking when you guys are in the booth or you guys who are in the mix of the NFL. I'm sure you all overthink it, overanalyze it. I feel like we're going to have little to add to this part of the show. So maybe this is an appropriate time to take a little commercial break. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Daddy Issues listeners, um, stay tuned. We'll be right back after a few short messages. Okay, we are back from that little commercial break. And we skipped ahead a little bit because we are not super sports people. We, oh, by the way, probably, I guess we don't have to say our actual ages, but... Oh, people don't know. Like, we didn't really give an intro. Like, I'm older. I'm three. Don't they know you, though? Yeah, but nobody knows my age. Don't you dare say it. I will not. (laughs) Uh, I don't even know it. I'm I'm three and a half years older than... um, But acts three and a half years younger. (laughs) Oh, that's not wrong. That's true. Um, so we are going to skip, we skipped a little bit ahead through the sports stuff because we didn't really, we're not sports people like dad. This is why I thought this would be good because we have the same dad and mom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there are people. We're biological sisters. Right. There you go. On both parents. Right. And, um, I thought that, you know, maybe aside from Jenna being a therapist and having some, some interesting insight into Joe and Oliver's daddy issues. I've actually never really talked about dad on this podcast, which is indicative of how you feel about dad. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's just a private person. Maybe it's what feels weird to talk about him. Maybe. I think more like, honestly, they, Joe and Oliver tend to have more questions for Josh. Like, you know, like there's a, I, I know if you listen to the show, but there's a segment called Juggernaut with Josh, which is literally yeah. just Oliver asks Josh a question every week. And usually it's when's the last time you had sex. So it has nothing to necessarily do with being a dad. No, there's so much of the show that doesn't. But the parts that I am in on the show, dad has just never come up. Um, well, I hope he hasn't in in the Parts where it says, when's the last time you had sex? <laughs> no, because what are the three things that we never, ever talk about with dad? 
sex, drugs, rock and roll, no. <laughs> or sports. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk sports, but like, what are the three things you never talk about at the dinner table? How about like bathroom business, mm. like poops? That's true. I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh, but okay. Yeah. Well, sex ever, not just at the dinner table. Sure. Okay. Uh, I don't know. What do I not talk about at the dinner table? Like, if you're bringing a dude home, what would you say? Like, don't bring up these things. Politics. There you go. Politics, sex. And for me, I say religion, although I guess that's kind of— He has none. He has none. He's an atheist. Was brought up Italian Catholic, is now atheist. So, yeah. But I also think that it's just not a good conversation with him. It's not. And guess what? What? Michael brings it up all the time. Really? Not all the time, but yeah, it's, that's why that didn't come to mind. I don't, I just don't talk. <laughs> that Michael is Jenna's um, husband of how many years? Uh, it will be eight in November. Eight? Eight. Wow. Yeah. Eight. Eight years in November. Yep. And uh, Michael, you're right. I think I've been at dinner and Michael has brought up religion. Totally. Yeah. Well, and politics. Yeah. But that's because most people can have a civil conversation about politics sure. without losing their shit and becoming aggressively aggressive. preachy <laughs> and aggressive. Right. But dad, our dad cannot. So that's not a conversation that you bring up, nor never sex. Like sex doesn't exist in the world, I well, feel like. Well, I don't – it was. It would actually be easier because dad would just be silent. He wouldn't comment. That's true. Yeah. He would walk away. Right. Like, I feel like when we were younger and we were watching a movie and a sex scene would come on, like as a family and a sex scene would come on, that was when dad either like had a, had to go to the bathroom all, <clears throat> or, yeah, like, excuse me, <clears throat> and like would like pick up a newspaper or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wonder that neither of us have like severe weirdness surrounding sex or religion or politics. Don't look at me like. Oh, I'll speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. Well, there's a little history on us. Back to uh, back to blue jeans and a trip to Disneyland. I really hope there's Disneyland. Disneyland. I really hope there's a juggernaut with Josh in this episode because I think those are the funniest parts. But all right, here we go. And then I can finally kind of breathe. So I got nice. home last night at two in the morning. Went to bed. Blake's crying every hour on the hour because he found out that I was home. And how did he find out? Because I went up there at two o'clock when I got home when he was crying and held him for a little while and then got up, made him breakfast today. Both of them took him to school, picking him up today. So I'm right back in. it. Yeah, you have no choice, dude. I get it. I get it. You know, you've been working your ass off. One sport down. One yes. more to go. That's right. Um, World Series looked fun. I watched. What two sports does Joe Buck announce? Or did he announce? Now that he's ESPN, he doesn't. But what did he announce for Football. most of his career? Football and? Baseball. There you go. Good job. Just a little bit last night. But I actually had a question. You know, forget about the game for a second. You know, <laughs> when you're in the booth with Smoltz and you guys are just super quiet letting the game go, you know, which is awesome. You know, you don't want to hear your guys' voices all the time. Are you just sitting there staring out of the field? Or are you, like, looking at each other and, like, giving hand signals? Or are you just sort of, you get out of your chair and you grab a drink? Or are you just, what, what do you do in those quiet moments? I just walk away. I, uh, it's funny you say that because I, I was, <clears throat> last night I was thinking, 
because the crowd was going crazy and they're hoping to God the Astros get something going. And uh, so I like being quiet. You know, the the more Me games too. there are, the more intense <laughs> it is, the less I talk. And I found myself sometimes like this, just with my my head in my hand, my chin in mm-hmm. my hand, just staring out like <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed to be kind of talking right now. But <laughs> there's really nothing that I have or want to say. That's and, exactly how I feel right now. <laughs> I like and I like sometimes when the final out happens and the crowd goes nuts, uh, th- there's nothing that needs to be said. You know, I'm not doing radio. And so yeah. if if Luis Garcia strikes out somebody to end the half inning and the crowd in Houston is going berserk, then I can just kind of, you know, I've set it all up. You've seen him strike the guy out. Everybody's walking off the field. You know that the half inning's over. I don't need to say anything. Does your mind like wander off to like your kids and Michelle and, or, or are you like in the moment of the game? No, I'm I'm totally in it. I mean, I know, I know you're in it. You're professional, <laughs> and I can you can tell you're in it. But he knew the answer. You know, I mean, you've been doing this for 150 thousand years. You know? <laughs> you know what I? You know what I thought? Maybe I think it was game five in Atlanta when I was having one of those moments. I was like, you know, let's. I hope this game goes well. So I feel good about I've heard it. This part coming, and then up. I can go back. I was staying in the hotel. Uh, adjacent to the Braves ballpark, so it was it was a it was amazing. It was a three hundred yard walk from the booth to my room. Wow, great! And I was sitting there <laughs> thinking, you know, this place is just so fun. The the ballpark so loud as it was in Houston. Both both home crowds made the it's so easy on me. Uh, to do the games because they just carry the noise. And I was thinking, you know, if this game goes well, I can walk back to my hotel room and I can get in my bed and I can open up my uh, iPad and I can watch the last episode of season two of Yellowstone. That was that was what was going through my mind. Then I'm like, oh, wait, um, two and two. That's fouled off to the right. So he's not always in the game. It's true. That's true. That's that is as honest as I can be. And I was never out of it. But I was like, I really hope I feel good about myself at the end of this game so that I can go back. And and then I had a funny moment. And then I'll let you talk on our podcast. I'm good. You know, as we've talked many times, the home crowd, the 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 partisan fans always think you're against them yeah. a yeah. billion times we've talked about. But I'm I'm packing my stuff up. Stadium's empty after game five. Atlanta lost nine to five, I think. And so the, the stadium started to thin out. Now in Atlanta, you have to walk the booth, you have to walk body to body to get to the elevator, to get out of there with fans. Mm. I mean, it's packed to get, because we're up in the main concourse and it's, it's a little unnerving because it wouldn't take much to, to start like something. And I'm walking with Smoltz, who is one of the greatest Braves of all time. Yeah. And, you know, all of a sudden it starts going through the crowd that, there's John Smoltz. And I'm thinking, oh man, I wear a hat so I can get out of there. I can kind of put my head down and zip through the crowd and get out of mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. 
And it started to, you could hear the ripple of John Smoltz. It's John mm. Smoltz, John Smoltz, John Smoltz. And finally it's like, Smoltzy, Smoltz, Smoltzy, sign my hat, sign my face, sign my. And then all of a sudden, you know, fuck you, Joe Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> and, and I think somebody had an F you for Smoltz. Wow. And and I'm thinking, you know, that that is that is exactly like we talk about. Yeah. This guy won them a World Series in the mid-90s and 95. He's one of the greatest pitchers. He's a Hall of Fame pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. And there are fans there who think he's rooting against the Braves because he says something nice about the Astros. Yeah. And so they're telling him, F you. And isn't I, that the thing? I got something to say. Yeah. Isn't that the thing where like people often like a I don't know if Smoltz was an underdog, but like wait, like root someone on, like come up, come up, come up. And when someone gets uh, you know, high status, then we all, whoever, are more likely to like knock them down. Perhaps do you mean like in sports or just, just in life? In life, like a celebrity, like oh, you like everybody likes you, an it's underdog, like an underdog, an underdog. Bring them up, bring them up, right. and then they get up, and then it's all oh, they sold out or yeah. whatever it is. I think that that is true. I don't know if that is maybe not true <clears throat> for sports. No, I think that I don't know. I don't know, but I'm assuming it is. I don't know if that's what he's talking about. He's I, not. Oh, okay. I'm okay. just talking you're, in my own head. You're just giving a, a, a perspective. Yes, That's I think right. that you're cur- completely right. I think that people often root for an underdog until they become not an underdog, and then it's like, "Fuck you! Yep, you've made it. And now we don't like you anymore." Yep, that's you've probably sold out. true. That's yep. true. I still, I think that this is interesting because. So when did you hear this? Do you remember hearing this? I played this for you, and Michael and Mark when. I, I have no recollection. Really? I played this. This episode. This segment, because this was a social media post, because it's hilarious that everybody's like, Smoltz, Smoltz, which, by the way, I don't, know, all, I don't know who you, John, right, I don't know who John Smoltz is. I think that's his name, John yeah, Smoltz. Yeah, But, um, and then they yell, fuck you, Joe Buck. I played this when we were all at the pool, at my pool one Sunday, and we played oh, this we on the told speaker. To quiet down. Really loud. Like we were hanging out, just literally listening to clips of daddy issues. And the neighbor came out and was like, can you please turn that down? <laughs> we weren't even that loud. No, and it we was a Sunday at three o'clock. Yeah, it was completely appropriate. It was we, past her bedtime. We're respectful, though. We turned it down. We did. But um, I think it's really interesting because coming into this show, like what, two and a half years ago, three years ago, I, and I've said this. That I I had heard the name Joe Buck. I didn't know exactly who he was. I certainly had no idea that he was like huge, so controversial, as Michael (laughs) says. You know how Michael has talked about. So Jenna's husband likes Joe Buck a lot. I don't know why I'm saying his full name, Joe Buck. Um, Likes Joe a lot and has been aware of him for most of his life, it sounds like. And so... It, again, any of our listeners who regularly listen to the show have probably heard, uh, I don't know, on a past episode around what well, must have been last November for your anniversary, right? When we had mm-hmm. Joe. So Jenna was November like, 21. Yeah. You were like, I don't know what to do for Michael for our anniversary and this. And then somehow it came organically came up like, let's, I was talking about Oliver's cameo, how he has That's that right. cameo. With Dave, yeah. yeah. And, 
we were like, let's see if Joe will record like a little personal message to Michael. And he did. And he did it in in the – it was like so good. It was so good. Josh should clip it in here or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, like Josh. Like a clip of that's it. That's true. I'll send it to you, Josh, and you could clip a little bit of it in here because it was honestly – obviously, Joe doesn't know my sister's husband, um, but he sent the sweetest, most like genuinely kind – happy anniversary video and he talked a lot about his hair about hair well hey there michael uh this is joe buck i took it upon myself for your anniversary to rent out this entire stadium here in kansas city and uh nobody's supposed to hold on a second get off the field nobody's supposed to be on the field right now that's ridiculous anyway uh jenna wanted me to wish you a happy anniversary and uh to ask you what's growing on huh what's growing on do you get that she wants you to know that your hair looks as good as it did when you guys first met so happy anniversary from one hair expert to i think another and he doesn't even know michael and now explain why that matters well okay he doesn't know michael he doesn't know me at all he met me once In whatever we or you sent him, my husband has slicked back hair. He's very – his hair is very important to him. So I think we might have mentioned that Michael has really nice hair. Luxurious hair. And also we mentioned something else that has nothing to do with hair, but I believe Joe Buck put the two together. What was it? What's growing on from one of our favorite YouTube people. Say his Um, name. Who is it? Pete Canaris. Pete Canaris. Of Green Dreams. What's growing on, Pete? Mm -hmm. Um, So we were just adding a couple like personal touches that Michael really likes. He loves his hair and he loves this YouTube guy from Florida that grows a lot of beautiful plants. Mm -hmm. And this guy says, what's growing on? Mm -hmm. And so Joe said, hey, Michael, what's What's growing growing on? on? But he referred to it as like he connected it to the hair, (laughs) which was cool. Which is a natural connection to make and actually really totally worked. And Joe was, I believe, in Kansas City. He was. was. Which is where Darce is from. Right. That's Michael's sister-in-law. Yeah. We're really going deep in the family history here for you daddy issues listeners. But all of that to say that Joe unknowingly completely nailed that little like personal Video. Well, and did something very nice. So that nice. That he didn't have to do for someone he doesn't know. I know he knows you, but well, Michael's no one that's, You know what? I feel like that's such an important thing to say. I feel like maybe me and Josh talked about this when we did the little rewatch. But like, yes, I've known Joe and Oliver for several years now. Realistically, though, they know so many. They have so many people in their lives who are sure. helping them produce their TV shows and sports broadcasts. And, you know, they have tons of people like me and Josh in their lives. So we're we're one of many. But the fact that I, I can text Joe and say, hey, it's my brother-in-law's anniversary coming up. Could you take five minutes to record this video? It seems like a small thing, but it's a bit, but for somebody like Joe Buck, that's a big thing. He doesn't have to do that. Oliver's on Cameo. He charges like a hundred bucks for a two-minute video. And it was really well done. I don't know so if he- well done. I, I think he just did it. He's just really good at that. But it was so well done. It was like before the game and he was out there and the sun was not even noon maybe. So it was like lit up. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it was super, it was super, super nice. And that I think speaks 
volumes to, and I believe that Oliver would do the exact same thing if I asked him to, and he probably wouldn't charge me a hundred bucks. Maybe he would. I don't know. Well, my anniversary is coming up. I'd like one from him. (laughs) Okay. I'll see what I can do. But I think that speaks volumes to who they are just as individuals that the people that they care about at all, they're willing to, you know, go that extra step. Yeah. Go that extra step. Exactly. There you go. That was a good sidebar. Back to the episode. It was unbelievable. So I'm packing up after game five and stadiums basically empty. And it was like one of the few moments it wasn't loud. And some guy walks under, I see, I stand up and the fans are right below me. And two guys are walking, and the guy doesn't look up, but he goes, you suck, Joe Buck, <laughs> as he's walking by in front of the booth. Mm-hmm. And I said, you <laughs> suck. <laughs> and then another guy's walking the other way. He goes, no, 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 don't do that, Joe. Don't do that, Joe. We love you. You're doing a hell of a job. You're doing a hell of a job. Don't take that bait. Don't take that bait. It was like an angel from heaven was walking i'm like I, this guy's admonishing me for for telling the guy that he sucks after he goes you suck joe but but he wouldn't look up i want to right. go look up and say that yeah look in my eyes you little asshole and, and he, <laughs> but i'm like you suck and then he kind of turned around like oh god he heard me yeah and the other guy walking the other way is is going no 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 don't don't do it you're doing a great job we get it we get yeah. it. Just get the Braves a win. Get the yeah. Braves a win. I'm like, okay. I will. I I'm sure. Sorry. I got that. I got that from up here. Get the Braves a win. But yeah, it's it's in the it's rear. Small, it's Smoltz. It's Smoltz happy the Braves won. I know he's partial. You know, he's got to be impartial, but in the booth. But I mean, I come on. yes. I mean, I think there's a. You know why? Because the manager of the Atlanta so Braves. Have a he's not part of the Braves. Smoltz retired Braves player. Okay. So oh okay. So player it, turned announcer. Oh, so isn't he still kind of partial or no? Probably. I mean, I honestly don't know. I would imagine he's probably more partial than Joe is, right? Joe hasn't played for any team, so he's literally impartial. I mean, maybe he's Well, I didn't know Joe was partial. I don't think he is. I think you say people say he is. Right. Right. That's the point, right? Yeah. Um, Do you know what those awards are behind him? Um, I noticed them. Mm Mm-hmm. They're lit up, so hard to miss. They're um, Emmys. Wow. They because totally he's TV. Are. He's yes. TV. Yeah. Very impressive. All right, we're going to press play, but if the sports stuff continues for much longer, we might skip a little bit. Respect. I know. And it's it just dropped out of the sky. And I, and I played golf with Mark DeRosa yesterday in Houston before I went and did game six. And he's a longtime Atlanta Brave player, good friend of John. And he's talking to me about the podcast, and I, I just don't. It's just odd when I know. something like that pops the bubble. You're like, "What? Why? Why are you listening to this podcast?" No, I know they do. I know, they I know. Do. Well, I can't find, I can't find them, but I want to. Uh, eventually, I, I, I will at some point and let you know who the hell it is. So, what? Um, do, what do you say? What? What is the? What is the overarching? response that you get on email from people you don't know what what do they want oh it's all great stuff i mean it's all about sort of the honesty you know the candor me talking about my medication issues the daddy issues aspect of it and the real 
that we provide when we talk about how we parent and what we sort of say to our children and how we interact with them. And I think most people are re responding to, again, like I said, the candor of, of our discussion. You, know? um, you and I have never talked about it. Maybe it didn't happen because we've never talked about it on or off the podcast about you being in Albuquerque. And weren't you going to meet with your dad? Yeah, that didn't happen. Hold on a second. I'm up here. Okay. I'm I'm uh, all good. <laughs> Who's that, Aaron? No, no, no. I'm in Albuquerque and, and on Wednesdays someone comes and cleans and she's here. Why um, why does it look like you're in a you you're antiquing and just <laughs> I know because I've got two chairs, you know. He's in Albuquerque. I'm framed yeah. pretty nicely here. You know, I've got the, the I've got the the the, the, the fan above it's like me. A, it looks like a pinwheel hat. It's <laughs> like a dunce cap. Can you even um, say that anymore? Dunce cap? Yeah, you can say that. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's a good question, and nothing happened. And, and this is sort of how it works. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if he came to Santa Fe. Um, he never called me and told me he was coming into town. I, but then again, on the flip side of it, I, I'm just as responsible because I never called him. Yes, but he's your fucking dad. I, I don't know, understand. I, never, I, never, I never don't justify him. that. I, yeah, but I didn't. So, how much do you know about Oliver's relationship with his dad? Anything? Zero. Okay. I'm assuming it's not um, his mother's current husband. They are not married, but correct. Well, not current yes. partner. Yeah, not Kurt. Um, so his real dad, him and Kate's real dad, is Bill Hudson, who was I, apparently like a pretty popular musician in the 70s, I want to say, and was around in Oliver's early life, but was gone by, I don't know, I want to say between 8 and 12 years old. And then Goldie met Kurt, and then Kurt became his dad, or they call him Pa. Um, and... Since then, Oliver has had a tough relation, like no from no relationship to trying to have a relationship to no relationship to, you know, okay, they're okay. And then like several years ago, he posted something on social media that went really viral that was like, it was like, God, I'm not going to remember it now. But he posted something like on Father's Day about like, Happy Father's Day to the dads who aren't there. So, that's not right. But it was something kind of – it was a dig at his dad. And it kind of went viral. Mm -hmm. And went on. And then since then, they reconnected and they and they talk and they try to see each other. And they're always like passing ships in the night. It's like, well, Oliver's in Albuquerque. So when this whole thing happened, I was driving out here to move here. So mm -hmm. this was probably a last October. Yeah. Um, and – I was supposed to meet up with Oliver in Albuquerque. That didn't happen because he was supposed to that same night or the night after go see his dad in Santa who was going to be in Santa Fe. His dad lives in California, I believe. Um, and so the context is, this, is that, like, this happens often. Like, let's meet up. Okay, let's meet up. And then one of them doesn't text the other and the other doesn't reach out. And then they never see each other sure. and they never talk. It's easily, like, just let go of. Yeah, push it down the line. Well, because they don't have like a – it sounds – I have no idea. Only based on what you said, they don't have a strong – They don't have a strong foundation, right? That's right. They don't. Yeah. They have, I think, 
very little foundation. They both sound like they have a little motivation for a to create a foundation. And mm-hmm. also it's hard to create one if you have no foundation to create anything else off of. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Does he want a relationship with his biological father? I think he does. I think he didn't. And now he does and has for a while. And they have a better relationship than they have in years. But it's still tentative. It's mm-hmm. like not it's not quite there. But, well, I guess we can let him explain it if he does here. Let's see. Call him either to say, what's up? Are you in town? You know. Um, but doesn't it blow you away that for all of your history. Okay. Well, even he didn't. If he didn't, then he owes you a text if not a call, saying, hey, I know I said I was going to be in Santa Fe. I'm not going to make it there. When you get back to L.A., here's a day. I'm free yeah. this day. It's not like he's got that much shit going on. No, but you have to can't... understand that, okay. that that's just not who he is. That's not I don't what he's capable of doing for whatever reason. So I, I don't know. And and and, and to, for me to take it. What's your therapist take on that? Well, it's not. Uh, I don't know. It's not my therapist take. It's just okay. my human take okay. is that I agree with what Joe is saying. Like, also, he's a father. It must blow his mind. Right. Yeah. I'm very close with all of his kids. And also, this man that is Oliver's father, it sounds like hasn't had a significant relationship or a role in his or his other kids' lives for a while. So even if he, on initial thought, really wants to meet with, so, you know, Oliver or whoever, Kate, or I don't know if he has other kids in Santa Fe— that's also a huge thing to do. Like, that's a huge feat. Right. I'm not—forget him, like, right. in that way. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's for him. he's still the dad. Right. I'm just saying, like, it's not just, like, cut and dry, like, let me pop over to Santa Fe. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. 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 That's true. I think personally, at this point in my life— yeah. No, I want to take it personally. You do, right. <laughs> you take it I want to take it personally because there has to be some— uh, has he never made it good on any promise that he's ca- that he's made with somebody about where he's going to be when and meeting? This is his son. Yeah. So at some point you have to be a person in the world going, hey, I said to that person, forget that, he, that you're his son. Hey, I said to that person I'd be in such and such a place at yeah. such and such a time. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to be there. Let's do it on this date. Okay. That's how people interact in the world. Yeah. Forget that he's your dad. No, I get it. I get it. I I get it. I I just, this is, this is how he sort of operates right now, or he's, he only has so much, or maybe he wasn't going to Santa Fe. I don't know. I, maybe he was in Santa Fe and didn't call. Maybe he didn't even go to Santa Fe. Maybe he was just saying, is there any, any ounce of you as you justify it and through all of your work that you've done on yourself and yeah. all the therapy. Yeah. Is there any part of you that's let down by that? No, zero. Because he had no expectation. I, I've got too much other shit going on. You know, I've dealt with my daddy issues. Um, <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> I have not but, dealt with your daddy issues. No, I actually, maybe that's the problem. Clearly. You need to get into therapy about my dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm no. going to start doing that. 
It's a good question. It's it's a valid question. And, and I just don't hold him responsible for not following through right now because wherever he's at in his life and whatever reasons that he has, then that's okay. And, and, and I know that I'm the one who has to take the lead in this relationship. And, and um, you know, he made effort to say that he was going to be here and he never called. Maybe he never did come here. And at the same time, I never sort of made the the call either and you want to be uh, to be totally honest i didn't i didn't know if i even wanted you know if he was here it's probably a little bit of a relief working and i was like i was like oh my god i just kind of want to chill and it takes a lot of emotional capacity to to get it up and and do something like that and hang and drive to santa fe so even part of me was like oh man i'm too tired to do all this shit (laughs) Right, but someday, someday you're going to be... That's exactly what you just said, that it was almost a relief. Yeah. Like, and maybe not someday. Yeah. That's up to him right. and his father, well, biological father. And lucky, I, I can't relate to this because we only have one father, but I think from what I understand, like, Kurt feels very much like Oliver's father. Right, but this... Beautiful. But that's not about Kurt. This is no, about it's not. him. Totally. And and it sounds like he's okay with it, whether that's true or not. I don't know. It sounds like he's accepted it. That doesn't mean he likes it, loves it, agrees with it. It's just mm-hmm. like this is what it is. Right. And at this point, I'm not going to let that person who is my father, whether I care about them, I have no idea. I'm just speaking out now. Sure, sure. But, like, uh, I'm just going to keep trucking forward because – what else can I do? Right. Yeah. I guess I was going to say that luckily for him, he also, like for some people, maybe that's a different situation because if your father, if the, your father says, I'm going to be in town, let's get together and then doesn't call. You have no other male figure right. in your life. Exactly. Right. Like, he, like I'm not saying that Kurt can, can replace his, his, his biological dad, but that Kurt has been a significant and wonderful and constant figure in his life in that dad role that like I I do believe that Oliver does want a relationship with his biological dad but also that's like he just said it's that not takes like a lot a, of effort and, and he, it's not maybe a huge I'm sure it's a gaping hole in some ways how could it not? well maybe it's not I don't know it doesn't have to be a bad gaping hole just a little hole sure and also a little gaping hole he has yes a father figure and who's boobs I been no there idea, most of his life. Wonderful. Wonderful. Let's say. Oh, sounds um, wonderful. And also, I can only speak for myself. I would still wonder. He knows who his biological father is. Mm. Also, if that biological father isn't is it's exhausting. Involved. It sounds yeah. exhausting it to does. me. It's it hard does. enough to see my biological father that lives five minutes away from me. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> so I can't imagine trying to meet in Santa Fe after how many years. That's true. That's a I really, really good can't. point. This feels like a good point for us to take a little um, ad break. So we're going to take a little commercial break and we will be back after these messages. Please don't go anywhere and we'll be right back. All right. We are back from that commercial break and we are going to, we skipped ahead a little bit. If you haven't heard this episode, um, it's episode 74. It's called Blue Jeans and a Trip to Disneyland. Um, And you would like to listen to it uninterrupted without 
our commentary. It is absolutely available in the Daddy Issues feed, and you should go do that because we did, just in an effort to keep this, you know, under five hours long, we um, we skipped ahead a little bit past some really funny stories about Wyatt and a balloon maker and balloon animals and Oliver's son, Wilder, um, at some parties where there was some drinking, and it's actually quite interesting. So if you haven't heard this episode, you should definitely go back and listen to the full episode, but we have skipped ahead a little bit um, just for time's sake. And Can I ask a question? Please do. Yeah, it's going to refer back to what you're skipping over, but if okay. you had a, you know, if it was a birthday party and you had a balloon uh, sculptor, I guess. <laughs> Um, what sure. animal would you ask that individual to make for you? Ooh, wow. What a good question. What balloon animal would I want if I could have any balloon animal? I would want probably a polar bear. Oh. How are they going to distinguish that from a regular <laughs> bear in a balloon? Okay, so then my next use answer white, would be... Use white balloons. That's true. I guess my next answer would be a bulldog. An English bulldog because I have a bulldog, but use also droopy face balloons. Yeah, use wrinkly balloons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would you pick? I, I have no idea, but it made me think of when I was at the Greek festival mm-hmm. um, here in Tucson mm-hmm. uh, with Michael's brother and sister in law and their kiddos. Mm-hmm. And one of their kids asked the balloon uh, sculptor for a narwhal and he looked at her like what the fuck is a narwhal oh put it on the lookup list put it on your lookup it, list. i already know what yeah. it is what's a narwhal it looks like a whale slash maybe dolphin sea mammal with a unicorn horn and it's a real thing no oh it is a nar with a g is it g n no n a r oh w h A-L, maybe? Narwhal. Oh, okay. wow. I'm going to look that up. I've literally never heard of that. It sounds okay. like something from Harry Potter. Yep. I choose a narwhal. A narwhal. <laughs> I choose a narwhal. Okay, you want to know what Joe's son asked for? What? A sword. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice and simple and straightforward. Totally. But the, the gist of the story <laughs> was that, like, they were waiting in line for forever. And then they were, like, the next people in line. And somebody came up and was like, we're closing it down. It's Mm. all the balloon animals that have been made could be made. Sorry, no more. And Joe was like, he went up to the guy, Randy, he called him. Randy, the balloon maker, if I recall correctly. And he said, like, look, Randy, my kids just want swords. It's lit. Like, blow it up, tie a knot. That's it. Like, you don't have to do anything. I will pay you right here and now. Please just make them a sword. Did Randy do it? Randy refused to do it. Wow, he's got really strong boundaries. <laughs> yes, Randy refused to do it. And then, I, again, I haven't watched this in a while, and we just skipped over that, but I want to say that, like, Randy refused to do it, but then somebody came up and was like, it, Randy, it's okay. Like, like another um, employee came up and was like, Randy, it's okay. You can do it. Like the master balloon and sculptor. And ultimately, Randy did it. Yeah, the Aww. master balloon sculptor. <laughs> Which, that's a, that's a cool job. Uh, they're artists, but... I don't, I mean, they are artists. I'm not sure that's a cool job. Kids crying and screaming and peeing and wanting balloons. And or being all, oh my God, you made me a narwhal balloon. Oh my God, you're, that was very glass half full of you. Nicely done. <laughs> 
Very, very positive. Um, okay, I don't know. I don't know what we're walking into right now in the episode, but we skipped ahead a good 20 minutes. So let's find out. We had a uh, we had a super fun Halloween party. We we was small. Um and um my parents hosted it, they threw it, but they we didn't tell anyone, we didn't tell them what the theme was. Because the theme was everyone, there was like 30, 40, maybe, no, about 40 people there in total. But the theme was, is that you had to come as a Kurt Russell or Goldie Hawn character from one of their movies. And and we didn't tell them. So everyone strolled in as, you know, Reno Hightower, you know, from, uh, you know, from Kurt's movie, like, you know, Big Trouble in Little China, used cars. And then my mom overboard and, and Private Benjamin. And, and it was, it was were so you? fun. I was my mom did a movie called Duchess in the Dirtwater Fox a long ass time ago with George Siegel and she played like this saloon girl you know with the with the garter and the and the thing the tight the corset and and uh, I got it to a T like perfectly to a T <laughs> the wig and the hair and everything else <laughs> and I was her, I was my mom <laughs> and it was awesome um I've seen you go off at a Halloween party, your sister's yeah. party. Oh, yeah. Like one of the first times I was actually around you socially other than golf. Yeah. You showed up as the weightlifter with a bald cap. Oh, with Mark. Yeah. That was amazing. Costume. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I, I was slapping something together, you know, like I was trick or treating in the forties. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and no, it was and, it was good, man. It was fun. It was crazy. It was a 5 30 a.m. night, you know, one of those where everyone's drinking and smoking and talking, and it was it was a blast. It was really fun. What it did did I'm what did sorry. Aaron go as? Can you imagine? Like I know it's very normal to Oliver, obviously. This is his family. It's like you and me. But can you but from an outsider perspective, even know I know Oliver, like can you imagine being like, oh, I'm going to Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's Halloween party where everyone's dressing up as them and staying up till 5.30 in the morning. Like what a, what a absolutely, and, and I, and I've talked to Goldie before. She's the kindest, most sweetest person in the world. I've talked to Kurt before, like both wonderful people, very normal down to earth. So there's no, there's no, like they're normal people. I know that they're to most people they're like crazy celebrity people, but it's just it's so humble. I don't know. Sometimes what hearing, are you asking? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Get to I'm, the point. I don't know what I'm asking. I'm not sure the point I'm trying to make either. Just that it's this. That's epic. That's like so unbelievable. I'm going to a a, a Halloween party as Kurt Russell from one of his phenomenal past movies. At Kurt Russell's house. I have no idea because I'm not in that realm. And also, I imagine if you are, as in your friend Oliver, Mm. um, it is his normal, quote unquote, regular or normal, normal, natural environment. So maybe it's similar to if we were older when mom and dad had those big Halloween parties. Mm. I get that his parents are celebrities sure. and also he's grown up in that so it's yeah. I, no. I mean I don't know you'd have to ask him but for me it seems kind of like maybe it's just natural yeah. and it's just a fun event oh right 100% I think it is like I, I, I've heard him talk 
And I only think of this because I sent both of them a clip the other day from Only Murders in the Building. You haven't watched that, have you? I haven't. I stopped. Oh, I love it. Mm. God, it's so good. And there's a clip from Only Murders in the Building with um, Martin Short and Nathan Lane where they're talking about, like, their dads. Like, why do I have so many daddy issues? So I recorded it and sent it to them because it's so pertinent to this. And and then I was like, we should – he should – Martin Short should be a guest. It's funny because I've heard Oliver talk about him and it's like – I'm watching this show that I think is an excellent show. It's really good. And these are just huge celebrity people. And to Oliver, I I could totally be getting this wrong, but I feel like they call him Marty. They don't even call him Martin. I want to say they call him Uncle Marty, maybe, because they're so close with him. Like, these are just, these are his people. And to everyone else, these are just people who are, I don't know. Celebrities. Yeah, the whole celebrity thing is very strange because I guess to many people, Joe and Oliver are that way. And now that I know them, they are still celebrities, of course, and very talented, famous people. But they're also just like Joe and Oliver. Like we have like, like, you know, just a group text message that never ends where me and Josh are talking about nothing and I send them pictures of my dogs and, you know, well, they're just they're, people. They're humans. They, they also humans. happen to be f- very famous. I don't know anything about that world. I'm not in that world. And also, I think it's helpful in my brain, just mm-hmm. only for me, to – I know they're famous. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know Joe Buck at know anything about him because mm-hmm. I'm not a – I don't do sports. No sports, right? No sports. Right. Um, maybe I – Knew a little bit about Oliver Hudson, but from Dawson's Creek or Nashville, I don't really know. Or I don't uh, mean to say that I just queens. don't know. I don't know. Really? Yeah, but you love. But him. I like a long hair bro. Well, Oliver looks. Oh, this for the listeners. Oliver looks v- like. Remember Michael at Reddington the other day with his back. Forget about the bottom half. Right. The backwards hat looks just like that. Yeah. They look very similar. Yeah. I one night when we were at um, Shooters, at that bar Shooters with Mark and Michael, I sent, and Michael was wearing like a sport jacket over a t shirt or something. His hair all slicked back. And I took a few pictures of him and I was like, I have to send these to Oliver because you guys are twins. You look so much alike, which is super strange because your husband looks very similar to Oliver. And my boyfriend looks almost identical to. My boss to the founder and COO of my company. I think Oliver looks very much like my husband. No, not the other <laughs> way around. Just because Oliver is famous. <laughs> yes, but Oliver's older. I think. How old's Michael? What does that mean about anything? Michael's forty-three. Okay, so Oliver, I think, is forty-five. Um. Well, he's old. A little <laughs> bit older. All right. Looks young. I Ten agree. years younger. Oh, he'll love to. He'll never hear this, but he'll love to hear that. Maybe I'm just going to might cut also that. be his Say outfit. It Say it again. How old does Oliver look? Thirty-four to thirty-five at the <laughs> at the oldest at the latest. I'm going to cut that and just put that on social hmm. media for Oliver. <laughs> I I, I know that. You know what I'm trying to say. Mm. <laughs> I <laughs> would love to get to the part where we have blue jeans and a trip to Disneyland. So, I mean, we're cutting it close. We are. I mean, it's almost over. The episode's almost over. I don't know where we get to that part. So we're going to try and find that. 
why this episode is called this. And I want to say Josh comes in, which are some of my favorite parts of Daddy Issues. So let's find that part. What did, 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 what did Aaron go as? Aaron was protocol. Okay, I we changed our minds. We're not going to skip ahead yet because Jenna actually has a pretty interesting question, I think. They're talking about Halloween costumes. By the way, can you hear my dogs growling yes. outside the door? Scratching at the door. So we're right now sitting in a um, sound studio that uh, my boyfriend made, built for me this past week. And my dogs are not allowed in and they are sitting outside growling why? and why barking. They? You want to know why? I'll tell you why. And this is going to be disgusting for the listeners, but I'm going to say it anyways, because Mark finished building this on Saturday. We put up all the foam. I didn't have a desk or chairs in here yet, but I put the rug in and you and Michael came over Saturday night. We had, we all made dinner and then, um, Sunday morning, I woke up early (laughs) And there was poop in the studio, like right. actual poop. But the dog's not going to shit in here when we're in here. I know, but they're going to like come in and be, you know, I have an English bulldog. She's going to be like, <laughs> and like breathing and it's going to just affect the whole okay, thing. We're understood. just not going to let them. That's fine. All right. We're going to go back and let's hear the costumes that showed up at Kurt and Goldie's Halloween party last year. I was slapping something together, you know, like I was. We heard this a little bit 40s. already, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it was and, it was good man it was fun it was crazy it was a 5 30 a.m night you know one of those where everyone's drinking and smoking and talking and it was it was a blast it was really fun what it did, did what did aaron go as aaron was protocol so on the cover it's like the hat and she's carrying a basketball and a baseball bat and a boom box and she's got that little white outfit on with red converse and those big 80s she's super 80s yeah it was it was great. It was so fun. Well, how many um, wild how many wildcats people? How none. many foul how many foul play people? Zero wildcats, zero foul plays. Oh my god, was, I would have crushed foul play. I know a lot of overboard. No idea what that is. You know what I mean? About. It was like yeah, a, of course, it was a big yeah. overboard. Well, she was like the heiress, like, like the yeah, and they, high they society. Dress, yes, she dressed they dressed as like the rich character, you know. Yeah. That's too easy. Um, you went like you went. You went to the B side. I like, like B side. Huh? You know, <laughs> me too. Um, but <laughs> how, yeah. about, how about uh, laughing? Any laughings? No, and I'm surprised. God, with the go-go boots and the. Whole... I know. Yeah. Oh. What was show? I know there was a lot that was there. missed. Oh. A lot that was missed. You know, I thought they were talking about the first time they hung out in person. No, there was sure. Like, this there is like the Halloween party in 2021. Yeah. And and then uh, a couple Captain Rons. Captain Ron. You know. Yeah, no. What, but what about uh Tequila Sunrise? Was he in that? Tequila Sunrise would have been a great one. Um, you know, uh, the strongest man in the world would have been a great one for I've never like seen kid. any of these movies. Uh, yeah, 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 one of those Disney movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Of oh, course. Um, and then one of his first jobs ever Mr. was Mrs. on Gilligan's Claus. Island where he played Jungle Boy. And he just had like this leopard loincloth, which would have been amazing. Too. <laughs> yeah, but then somebody's got to really, you got to really commit to that. Yeah, that's Halloween though, man. It's all about commitment. 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 Uh, <laughs> I got to go in five minutes. And for uh, the last five minutes, we have to have Margot chime in. Yeah, I know how this will get break to this Josh's heart because Josh lives to live on this thing. Or to I know, we didn't do our segment with Josh, the Josh Juggernaut. 
We'll do it real quick, then we'll get to Margo. Josh, random question. Huh. Random question. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever consider getting contacts instead of wearing those big ass <laughs> spectacles? I have contacts. I normally wear them. Hey, this has been Josh's hey. juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> juggernaut Josh coming in hot with contacts. Look at how less. All right. Thank look you. at how less his studio is. So you have you seen some of the, maybe you haven't, the social media posts, but like Josh like redid this whole thing. It still looks the same, but now he has a neon sign behind him. Well, I saw it from the other day. It. Yeah. Also less, same as him and more than him. Yeah, right that's there. true. That's totally true. Thank you, Josh. Margo, Margo check in. Margo. I finally got to meet Margo. Oh, at, a, at a, uh, at a uh, Arizona Cardinals game. She <gasps> came with her friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I heard you guys were talking about that Wait. as I was clicking onto the Zoom. I have to say something about this because this is, this has been, yeah, this has been slightly edited, but like at this point in the podcast, I don't know, I was not spending a ton of time coming on to the podcast. Like I would not come on video. I would just like, you know, 10 months ago. Yeah. Like, you know, they'd ask me questions and I definitely would lend my voice to it when necessary, but like I wasn't coming on. We weren't as much of a part of it as we are now. So I would get a little bit nervous. Who's we? Me and Josh. Josh was more of a part of it before me, but, but like I would get a little bit nervous. And so I will say that I felt really bad about this like about my um, kind of unpacking of this experience of going up because Joe was in Phoenix doing a game. I said, I'm in Tucson. I'm two hours away. We'd, I'd love to come up and see you. He got me t- me two tickets and I could bring a friend. So I brought one of my best friends who is one of my favorite people in the world. And we had a great time. We both had a few drinks and whatever. And I was, you know, it, it felt like a big deal. We were in the announcing box with Joe. So I was like, we have to be very quiet and I don't want to like make it, I don't want to be disruptive or I, I was just nervous. I didn't want to upset the situation and we weren't at all. And Nicole was completely appropriate. I was being overly paranoid. And so I was like, Nicole, shh, like, shh, stop talking talk so loud like they're announcing which that's almost like when someone tells you to so calm rude. down totally. no i'm not saying it's rude you had it a was legitimate reason you were coming from a genuine place yes and also if someone's kind of having a good time and also not being like offensive if someone says Shh, maybe yeah. it makes me yeah it wouldn't make me want to be louder but still no it yeah. was just not it was not <sighs> It was, we had a wonderful time. It was totally fine. She was completely appropriate. I was being extra, extra um, paranoid. If anybody hears moaning, that's my dog in the background, by the way. Um, and then and then when Joe asked me about it, I didn't know that he was going to on here. Then I was Was nerv- this like after the fact? Yeah, it was after the fact. I was nervous again. And so I feel like I really, Nicole heard it and I felt so bad and she was like, you said I'm like a single mom that doesn't get out much. You made me sound like a loser. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I didn't mean to do I honestly did not mean to do that. I'm going to play it and you'll hear it. But it made me feel like, God, I really fumbled this one. So here we go. 
call? Yeah, well, Margo was saying that she was her friend was, you know, and she was very uh, uh, loud and, 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 and a little much. He, she, well, Nicole, I've known her for 20 years. She's awesome. She's a single mom. She hasn't been out in forever. And she doesn't really drink, but she smokes. And so on the drive, I picked her up on the way there. I'm obviously driving. And she's like, I'm going to take a weed gummy. I was like, okay, but like, keep it in check when we meet Joe. And she's like, of course I will. Of course I will. And I think she was fine. But I was just like, you know, this was a big moment for me. I was like, Nicole, shh, Nicole, he's working. He's working. <laughs> the whole time I, we totally overstayed our welcome in the box but no, i couldn't figure out that it. was yeah no that was all great i felt bad that the you guys were pushed to the back because there's no way to see the game so they were watching troy and me watch you don't the care game about the call game call it right. i thought it was a little much when nicole ripped the headset off of troy and started <laughs> yeah calling the game that's that the only great. One. <laughs> you know what i i get that's awful but like also, Nicole, like, Nicole no, it's dope. It was so cool. We were literally standing three feet away. I mean, I don't obviously had didn't know Troy, but like we were standing three feet away from Tro, Troy and Joe watching them announce the game. Nicole the whole time is talking about Troy's butt. I heard that. Ugh, and also, look, looks like he has a little pirate hat on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. You can cut that. Cut that. You don't have to cut that. That's, That's okay. funny. <laughs> but like. Nicole was totally fine. I was just extra paranoid about it. I really felt like in, I didn't want to impose, basically, on Joe and his, like, career. Good thing you didn't bring a different friend. Who? Mark? No. You? No. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to skip right past that. We're going to fly past that and go back to this. <laughs> it was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. I'm like... Hey Troy, what about uh, what about that throw? Uh, and I look over, and it's Nicole. It's like, oh my god, this is unbelievable! <laughs> oh, I'm a single mom. I don't get out much. I didn't really drink, but I smoke and I did a weed gummy. It's crazy. <laughs> she did it the whole game, she kept being like, "Look at Joe. Look at how cute Joe is. Look at Troy's butt. Look at how cute Troy's butt is." I was like, Nicole, <laughs> this is my career. You have got to stop. Yes. Wait a minute. Do girls? Do girls like really look at? men's butts is that like a thing for real so many conversations about this since that game because for me no like not a thing not in girls like man like man ass or like oh he's got a great some like a specific like some girls do i'd say most girls don't it was hard to not notice troy's i mean we're looking at you and troy's backside the whole time and you had on a jacket but troy didn't and he's like leaned over like this so it was hard to not notice, but she was very enamored with both of you. That's what these glasses are for. That's a great cut back on my screen. <laughs> um, all right. One more question, Margo. Yeah. And then we got to go. But what, like, what physical feature do you like in a man then? Like when you're looking yes. at a man and judging a man, like, what are you like? I, that's, that's, I like that. Teeth. Nice. Teeth. teeth. Nice. I like nice teeth, nice like forearms, and and not long nails. I can't do long. Nails. <laughs> Those are the weirdest three things <laughs> I've ever heard. Teeth and forearms. <laughs> Let me introduce you to a man named Jose Canseco. Okay. Nobody has forearms like that. Man. Yeah. Yes, I, I feel confused because you said 
what you like and then what you don't like. So what do I not like or what do I like? Okay, so I like nice teeth, nice forearms, and a clean hand nail situation. I said not long nails, which is just ridiculous, but like... Nice fingernails. Yeah, I don't want long nails. Like have like nice trim fingernails and a good hand, forearm I like long hair. Right. Long hair... And Two long more. hair. Two more. Come on. Uh, I like nice hands. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, nice hands. Nice Not hair and nails, right? Well, yeah, but I just put it nice hands okay. and um, <laughs> nice feet. Not that I'm ever going to touch or put anything near your feet, but also I live in the Southwest. A lot of bros wear sandals, which I don't love. But if you have nice feet, beautiful. Nice feet. <laughs> Nice hair, <laughs> nice hands. Because what are you going to touch me with? Your head, your fingers, or your toes? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't touch me with your toes. Also, let's not talk about the other parts, but, like, that's an important part, too. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about those parts. That's okay. Oliver talks about these parts often, I feel like. I but mean, I, I agree with the nice hands. And nice hair is a good thing. I'm dating somebody who who has... Yeah, it's not an important thing to you. Right. He's lose, less hair, losing hair. <laughs> For those who, who are not, who can't see that, Jenna just gave me a very serious eye look because lovely my boyfriend person. is a lovely person but has um, less hair than others. He has a... A Mark, I don't situation. co-sign this. <clears throat> <clears throat> Mark's not listening to this. Um, and feet, huh? I just don't ever want to see your feet, I feel like. So I don't care what they look like because don't ever bring them out and around. Except for when your boyfriend wears sandals every weekend. <laughs> so he is bringing them around. So that's where I had to. Uh, that's all I'm saying is nice that's feet true. are important to me. Decent feet. No, I like nice feet. Nice feet. Well, they if you have, have very be... long toenails, I would be upset with you. Like, I know. Do you hear? I wonder if any. I wonder if the mic is picking up my dog Henry. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pause for a second. I want you guys to hear this. Listen. Now he's gonna stop. Let's see if he'll do it. What's going on out there, Henry? Of course, he stopped. Leave it over there and talk it to this one for a minute. That's so true. Of course, he stopped. He was just moaning like someone was. Oh my! When you get back to normal, but he knows. Dogs know when you're trying to trap them. (laughs) (laughs) So nice feet. He is left out. He's blocked out. Yeah, I know, Henry. All right. The mic definitely had to pick up that. All right, we have about... Yeah, I still don't know why it's called Blue Jeans and Disneyland. Honestly, we have six minutes left, and I feel like we're not getting to why it's called Blue Jeans and a trip to Disneyland in this episode, but let's find out. Let's find out right now. Nobody had forearms like that. (laughs) Yeah, forearms, like the veins and stuff. Teeth are incredible. (laughs) And what was the other one? Fingernails? Yeah. Well, just like clean. Lack thereof. Like, you know, like sometimes guys have like long nails. Like, no. Yeah, that for, that freaks me out. But freaks I, out. yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, nice teeth and, and good forearms. Oliver, you used, to, you used to have a Coke nail, didn't you? 
Oh yeah. 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 That tracks. That's in now. <laughs> big ass pinky coke nail. <laughs> I'm gonna um, be really long. Not oh, like yeah. kind of long. No, comedically really long. long. Comedically yeah, I long. Even, I couldn't even do coke. I could pick up an entire kilo in, on the nail. <laughs> <laughs> just a big trough. It's just <laughs> a coke trough. Oh it was God. a party coke nail because you can have like six people in the trough. <laughs> Right, it's like those those ski shots where you tilt the yeah, whole thing back. Totally. Ski, yeah. or just scoop up a big hole like this three foot line of coke, and I've got everyone all like in a truck. Uh, uh, let me be I totally said. clear: that was Oliver talking. <laughs> but yeah. if you know, if you listen to this podcast, yeah. But know, but before we go, I will state for the record: I have never even touched cocaine in my life. Never even come close to it. It's never been a thing. Oh my god! And scare the living shit whatsoever, out of me. I, ever, yeah. never, and I never will. Um, on that note, <laughs> and on the on the note, one other note. Thank you for saying parrot on the broadcast. Oh, yes, that's right. I did it. That's right. I, so Josh is watching. I don't even know if you're watching at the time, but we got on a group chat during the game. And uh, I said something like, Josh, you actually watching this? And Oliver said, if if you are, Joe will say parrot for you. Yeah. Well, how yeah. did you work that in? I didn't I wasn't watching. I said, uh, I said, well, uh, John, I'm going to parrot what I said earlier. Uh, so yeah. so is you know, I don't even know. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was an amazing moment for me. I I just I, I yeah. It was uh it was unreal. It's good to see you out of uh out of your shackles at Disneyland. I, it seemed like you, you texted us three straight days from Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot. We had visitors. We had uh, people visiting. So we were you know they people. We and we go to Disneyland all the friggin' time anyway. So oh, so oh, this you- is like this is like Graceland. Or Graceland. He just like, said <laughs> he said Disneyland. I did. <laughs> I'm really tired. It's been a long three days. Those Disneyland. are for the people. Those are for the people with a season pass. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Disneyland. Your, uh, season passers are, are the ones who are allowed to say Disneyland. <laughs> Disneyland. Hey, honey, let's go to Disneyland. What do you want to do? Time for another trip to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Disneyland. It's like Russian. Like, want to go to Disneyland? I want blue jeans and a trip to Disneyland. There you go. <laughs> blue jeans. I want blue jeans. A trip to Disneyland. <laughs> I want. I want to ride the Matterhorn. In my new blue, my new Levi's. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. Does Blush Mountain get my Levi's wet? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, that's a great way. That's a great way to end. Yeah. Um, all right, Buckle. Buckle. All right, Josh, Margo, Oliver K. Hudson. God love you. Love you all. Love, love you all. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh man, that's so. Wait, let me let's see. I like that they said something about Russian. They should have said instead of what is it? Blue jeans, Adidas. Mm, Why? Why did they say blue jeans in relation to Russia? Though I have no idea. But that's why I say they should have said Adidas. Those are those very very Russian thing to wear. Those goopniks. Look, we really look like we're in a professional. 
It looks super blurry, doesn't it? Yeah, because I think you need to wipe off your camera. Do you think? Or you think yes. it's just too big? Well, no, I also think that could be a thing. Because I did that today. Mine looked blurry and I wiped it. Look, now we look less blurry. Hmm. Hmm. So what did you think of the episode? I mean, you missed half. I'm going to wipe it. But you hmm. can put your whole face in. Well, I prefer half. <laughs> but it's funny, though. You You get the show, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's that hard to get. <laughs> it's like two human adults that are famous talking. Some of the shit I don't relate to. And also, I get it. It's cool. I like them. I like them. Yeah. I feel like you and Oliver would really be friends. You know that you have that same, you have the the mushroom connection. Well, Us and a hundred million other people. Sure. And also, yeah, I like him. I feel In like theory, I- I've never met him. I feel like I should elaborate on that, that I've never met him in person. That's okay. Well, on Zoom you have, so in semi-person. I feel like that's a strange thing to have never met, to know somebody for almost three years pretty well. Like I've met your parents, your siblings. What, are you talking about my parents and siblings? No, because I'm your sibling. We have the same parents. So you've met them in person? No, I've met Kurt Gold. I've met Kurt Goldie and Kate all over Zoom or phone. Okay, but never in person. I've never met Oliver in person, but I've been to Oliver's house. Me too. Oh yeah, <laughs> you were with me. I'm all, right. There's a dead weird tree in front That's of his right. house. Me and Josh. I'm going to go ahead and that. stay in the car. Is that I texted Oliver? Which is totally was like, normal for me. I was like, I have something to deliver to your house. I'm coming. You know, when's a good time to come? And he was like, Yeah, you can come today. And like, we were like, Okay, great, we're going. And then I was like, I'm here. And he's like, Yeah, I'm not there. So go inside in. and leave it there. <laughs> like, oh, God, but. You and Oliver have a similar um you you feel strongly about the benefits of fungi. Right? Yes, I do. Because you have a yes, hat made entirely from mushrooms, do you not? E- yes, but that's not why. No, I that's know. why I have I'm just the saying hat. Yeah. that that I have Paul sent, Stamets. Right, Paul Stamets. So I sent Oliver Hallelujah. a picture of that hat. And then also for Christmas, like two years ago, I sent Joe and Oliver gifts or for Oliver's birthday or something. And the gift I sent Oliver, you remember? A mug that yeah. I so Jen, So my sister is also a fantastic artist and she has her art available to like be put on a mug or T-shirt or sticker. And so for Christmas, I don't know, a year or two ago, I sent Oliver like a coffee mug with Jenna's art this beautiful mushroom drawing on it and Oliver sent me a picture drinking out of the mug wearing a a, like a like a beanie with a marijuana plant on it and a jacket with a mushroom on it holding the mug and it was like just all it all came together it's lovely I support mushrooms I know I do too not just psilocybin but I'm open to that I support mushrooms for health Dad takes mushrooms. Oh, turkey Talk about tail. daddy issues. Turkey tail mushroom. That is one of them. Yeah, but that's what he attributes his his cancer. Who? Dad. 
I mean, well, I'm going to combat that. But you yes. don't. You don't think? I mean, no. I talk. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, if yeah. I agree that that actually happened or not. But Dad no, said I, to me, I think that that my can. So our dad had lung cancer. What a year ago? Uh, end of 2020. Okay, so end of 2020, our dad had lung cancer, and he had half of his left lung removed. He did not do chemo or radiation, but he did take immense amounts of turkey tail mushroom extract. Correct? I was going to say after the fact, but probably before and after, yeah. And he has said to me, not for a long time, but back then he said, like, I fully attribute my my complete recovery. Because, what, uh, a month after he had the his lung removed, he was bike riding again? Yeah, and there was zero. And yeah, zero because cancer. I sent... Maybe he knew it before, but I'm just going to take the cake. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent him, because I'm real into Paul Stamets, and I sent him, Paul Stamets' mother had breast cancer. One day she called him from freaking Berlin or something, and her, one of her breasts was four times the size of the other. And she had a huge tumor in there. And he took her to, you know, Cedar sinai or something in L.A., best treatment, and and then he said, Okay, follow their treatment, mom, and also and also on the side. Take three hundred milligrams or whatever it was of turkey tail mm-hmm. and lion's mane. Yeah, I've taken that. And yeah. Dad's, I saw it on his counter the other day. Yeah, well, he 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 has said to me multiple times, like he believes that he was able to avoid radiation and chemo because he took that turkey tail. He thinks that it it absolutely, aside from having half of his lung removed, it absolutely um, helped him overcome lung cancer. Right. And that's one thing to get like, I get that's like a huge invasive thing, get it chopped off half your lung. And also you're not getting anything else in there. Like I am support doctors uh-huh. and also I'm very averse to them. Based on what I hear and know about. So how do you feel about what he did? Having half his lung removed, no chemo, no radiation, just taking like Paul Stamets. Also, they didn't, also, I don't think from all the from the handful of appointments I went, they didn't recommend chemo or radiation. Would have he done it if they did? Maybe. And I would have supported that too, because it's not me. And also, I think in my mind that his um Healthful lifestyle, including mushrooms, helped him avoid that because I also believe I'm not going to go there. <laughs> what? Like, you know, um, doctors, I, they're great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And? They get, like, they're in a tough corner, right? There's a financial aspect to being a doctor. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're in a tough yeah, corner sure. because... If they prescribe longer treatments, they get better pay. Sure. I, I I'm I don't know. I, I just there's something there that I'm not willing to. Well you to believe look in at. holistic medicine overall. I prefer you believe it. That I don't it know if I believe hurts. in it. Yeah. I just I just don't Well you fully have to believe, believe it. in it. You have to believe in it somewhat because you suggested the turkey tail to dad and you take it yourself. And so you're not you're not saying you believe in it more so than you believe in scientific medicine. Well, I do. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying I'm not like 
I don't know everything about it. I'm not the king of turkey tail. I just think <laughs> it feels, to me, it were. feels better than, than I don't know. shocking your body with radiation. Well, I don't know. Western medicine freaks me out. And also everyone should go to the doctor. And like do, I do what works for them. Totally. 100%. Also, we say also a lot because you said to me years ago, like, it's better to not say but. It's better like, to say but, and, not and, also. And or and also. Sure. So, yeah. Um, that was just a preface for all the also's and ands that are being thrown in this conversation. But like, mom. You just said but. Right. But. Sorry. I'm going to say it again. But mom had cancer. She didn't take any. Uh, well, did she? Holistic medications. Did she? Not really. She mm-hmm. did like the hardcore radiation MBO, or uh, what was it called? Uh, some type of. I don't know, but one of her final surgeries that were going to implant something to like drain her is what ended up killing her. She would have died anyways, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Brutal conversation. That's also something that I have not talked about in the podcast. Our mom had. Um, so, like, anything real? Yeah, pretty much. I guess so. Well, no, I have not talked about that either. Oh, anything real? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, because the podcast isn't about me, it's about Joe and Oliver, and so I feel like I can add I color that. to Everyone their. Can cut this out. No, I mean this. It's fine. Like I can add color to their conversations without, you know. There's been some big things like that. Then that becomes like about like, oh yeah, I was divorced. Oh, mom died of. Uh, but know. Joe's been divorced. Maybe he could. He has, and I will be honest. When dad, when dad was diagnosed with lung cancer, and actually told me, which he didn't fully tell me at first. It was like I have a nodule. He never told you ever. I bet. And I was like, he said, what I have do a spot, a nodule. a nodule. I was like, you have a, you have you. So you have lung cancer, and he was like, well, we're not. You know, we're not good at we're not say there, that. We're not there yeah, yet. Blah blah blah. And I remember, and I and Joe's dad died of lung cancer. And so I texted Joe and said, "Like, did your dad have a a what's it called? A it's not a lungectomy, is it? That's a lumpectomy. Something oh, where you remove your lung. There's something. There's a name for that. That I'm. It's I can't get to. Right did your now. father have part of his lung removed? Right. And so I asked Joe that, and I will say that Joe was another example. He was traveling, and he was, like, at the airport. And when I texted him, I said, like, I found out my dad had lung cancer. He's going to have half his lung removed. Didn't this happen to your dad? Do you have any input or, like, any, you know, just anything, like, from your experience that you can share? And he immediately called me and told me everything that he could about his dad and what they went through and his dad did have lung cancer. Ultimately, I think his dad died. Um, he, he had lung cancer, he had part of his lung removed and then had, and then ended up getting pneumonia. I want to say I could be totally wrong, but I think he ended up getting an infection or something. And that's what killed him, not the actual lung cancer or the surgery. Um, and so I feel like the fact that art, that dad had lung cancer, had half of his lung removed at the height of COVID the height of COVID, he was in the hospital. I wasn't here. Oh, I was, I'm well aware. I know. I was yeah. living in Atlanta. I was not here for this. Mm-hmm. But like, it's amazing that he came through that as well as he did. Thankfully, I feel like most of my genes come from him. 
They totally do. So that's it. We should sign off because we've been on here forever. So thank you, Jenna. Sister. And thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this Daddy Issues rewatch. We may or may not be back next week based on the feedback that we get on this. I'm all in. If you didn't enjoy it, just don't tell us. Just, just back away. Keep it to yourself. Yep. <laughs> and, um, and, and the guys will be back very soon. So it is, what, August 17th? I think we got about a month until we have Joe and Oliver back. And, you know, if you like this, maybe me and Jen will be back. Maybe me and Josh. Maybe all three of us will do this. And until then, um, adios. Adios. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windish. Executive produced by Joe Bach, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger.